and welcome to the Horror House Pro... Oh. I'm going to start this all over again. Horror House Projects? Projects. Uh, yeah, the, the government ain't, is trying to keep us down, and uh, we're whorehousing in the projects, but that's okay. We're going to keep it coming to you every single day, because we're hustling out here. We're hungrier than six hostages, and we're going to make it happen. Yeah, I, I agree. I'm Chris. That's Dave. Hi. <laughs> the, the, the one who can't talk, apparently. Uh, I think that's the only this, time, maybe one other time, you flubbed the, the beginning. This, this was a big just, one. We this may have just did one. it over. But I think we're yeah, just going to keep yeah. going. I feel like... All right, let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah, We've recovered. You've recovered. You've had a moment. You you grow through your mistakes. And uh, I'm ready to grow. And, you know, I'm it a- has a lot to do with uh, what we're talking about tonight, which is apocalypse movies. And, you know... Yeah. How if- many movies... I mean, I starred apocalypse i only found one movie with you know the big blue uh, <laughs> mutant bad guy that's right that's what we're doing movies starring apocalypse uh i i went uh animated series x-men um ah, nice because nice. i don't i really don't even remember if he was in the cartoon he probably was um but no we're talking about michael bay jake gyllenhaal end of the world uh, maybe maybe not quite those, but I'm sure they'll they'll get some mention. Um, but there, there's oh, yeah. so, uh, so yeah, many. Absolutely. There's so many, and we're gonna get through talk about. I should say a bunch yeah. of them. Uh, all the uh, you know maybe not. We might not even hit all. There's so many when you start yeah. thinking about. It, there's so many different kinds of apocalypse yeah. horror that we. This is uh. This is a, a big old feast we've taken a, a bite on, and it might turn out by the end it's just a nibble, Chris. And to may, maybe help jog my memory, where I'm not going to stick to it too closely, but if I needed like a, is there something else maybe we've not thought of? I have the utmost authority on the best apocalypse movies ever made, menshealth.com. <laughs> Yeah, I would expect that they would know the best apocalyptic movies of all time. That's goddamn hard to say, and I've only a couple shots in. It's it'll only get better or only get worse. It's it's anybody's guess. That is a that is a great attitude to have. That's the <laughs> that's the attitude I want to take into the new year, Chris. I have a new catchphrase at work. It's today is a great day to have. A great day. Yeah, that's like so. That's like Pat. Yeah, uh, hey, that's like a new generation. Yeah, I'm trying. You know, that's what I'm. That's what I'm. I'm. I'm testing it out so far. I like it. So far, it's 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 met with approval. So nice. Uh, wow. If you want to tell us uh, about your new catchphrase or apocalyptic horror, or you know, just. Uh, Tell us we're all doomed and the world's going to end, and uh, or or you don't want you want to wax poetic about whiskey or beer or, or life or you know the sun, the moon, the stars. You can send us a DM or you can uh, tag us in a tweet at 
Sweetness one with six E's or at Horror House two because there are two of us. Typically. You can email us horrorhousepodcast at gmail.com or you can go to the Horror House page on Facebook. Uh, if you are into the tech thing and uh, you want to be a star, you want to not just text, like you want to really leave a mark. You could do that by leaving a voicemail on anchor.fm forward slash horrorhouse and we will play your voicemail on the air. Be heard. We, we will elevate you or we will ridicule you <laughs> or a little of both. Never know. Finally, uh, wherever you're listening, rate us. Click click those stars, man. Click on any of them stars. There's, I think usually there's five or so. Uh, just, you know, whichever one looks coolest to you. You don't even have to really think about it. Just do it. And share Horror House with your friends. Anybody you know that likes horror movies or ain't just horror movies anymore, baby. We got some UFO stuff. If you've not been paying attention, we got some real life horror stuff. Uh, cryptids. Cryptids. Um, Chris. Religion Chris, and horror. I didn't, e- I didn't even tell you about this, Chris. Uh-oh. I interviewed a squatcher the other night. Really? Yes. Was, uh, was uh, it me? Honest to goodness. Indiana Squatcher. No, no, not a us. Real, not us. We are Squatchers. We are. We did We're, investigate. We we but did real, some investigating. This is a on location Squatcher who has been on location squatching in the oh. in the uh, deep woods of Brown County. So, do, do tell. I mean, do you want do you want to say anything about it right now, or do you want to save it for no, the? I think, I, I think we save this. I think for, we save this. All so. right. Next just a little season. tease. We're just giving yeah. a little tease. There may yeah. be a Cryptids the Third, where you'll have to come back and get the skinny on on a real life squatcher. Maybe gotta catch them all. <laughs> Did you just meet somebody on Pokemon Go, and they're like, "Oh yeah, I'm a squatcher. I, I've caught I'm so squatcher, many." Yeah, it was a uh, squatchy uh, Pokemon Midwest. Um, so it's, it's come down in quality over the years. <laughs> All right. So I think let's hit an ad. We'll come back and get into the, this very big ocean of apocalypse movies. Apocalypse horror. There is so much in this realm. And when I first, uh, suggested this as the topic, I was really thinking like, uh, the Mad Max type of scenario, but mm-hmm. you instantly said, Oh yeah. Like, uh, you know, the zombie stuff and uh, bingo, like adrenaline gland lighting up in my brain because zombie apocalypse is one of mine. And I, and I believe one of yours and, and for a lot of people, one of our favorite apocalypse scenarios. Yeah. It's, it's, Everybody's got, you know, at some point has been involved in the conversation of their zombie apocalypse plan. Or how if it's a fast zombie apocalypse, uh, it's, you're done. <laughs> yeah, you just lay down and die. So Everybody has a plan until um, they are running. Until you get just... bit in the neck by a homeless person. <laughs> uh, but, the, the, you know, so many good 
apocalyptic zombie movies. And I would venture to say most zombie movies are, are apocalyptic horror. You know, I, I, yeah. I mean, maybe not all. There may be some that are smaller scale, but I, I'd mm-hmm. say most are apocalyptic. Uh, a, a personal favorite of, of the horror house is uh, Return of the Living Dead. And that ends with, you know, Louisville, Kentucky being nuked. R.I.P. Louisville. Yeah. Never forget. July 3rd. Forever in our heart. <laughs> um, yeah. And I mean, the the Romero movies, may, uh, maybe Night is a little more not quite apocalypse happening, but certainly Dawn, certainly Day. Um, and everything after that is, is for sure there, but the, the, the crumbling of when, society and just, you know, when you can't that. even throw a rave without zombies getting into your <laughs> punch mode, you know, that's, that's, and who cares if, who cares if society goes on if we can't even rave without raving to the grave. Yeah. I'd almost forgot those existed. <laughs> almost. <laughs> Almost, almost, mostly. Um, but I mean, you even have, uh, you know, Shaun of the Dead. We've talked about briefly, um, but it's it certainly is in in this category as well. Um, so there are some funnier end of the world movies, and and thanks to Men's Health, uh, this is the end. Is another one that I'd forgot about. Not not really zombie <sighs> apocalypse, but certainly. Mm-hmm. Uh, so a, a comedy, a, co- a comedic look at the apocalypse, and Shaun of the Dead. They—I wouldn't say they're similar, but they're—they're they're both fun, fun, fun end of the world mm-hmm. movies. Um, and I just had to throw that in there before mm-hmm. I forgot. Um, but I mean, there—I mean, we we last week, Train to Busan. Uh, we, we were talking talking about that. That's. So massive in a small space that you can feel the the apocalypse in that movie. I feel like, even though it's mostly on a train, <laughs> I'm like, yeah. Well, I mean, if a train's they this stop bad, what's happening everywhere else? Right. Uh, you, they stop at the one train station and it's overrun. The police are zombie, or the the military has been overrun. They're all zombified. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's. Obviously, things are going on crazy down track when that train comes at them out of control and on fire, and you know all that. So yeah. it's not just the train. I mean, it's clearly spread, yeah, and spread quickly, which you can imagine happens in a zombie apocalypse, especially if they're movers. If they're slow movers, like, trust me, you have neighbors that you know would walk up to a, a slow moving zombie and try to get a <laughs> selfie and get bit. After, so, after uh, you know, almost three years into the pandemic, uh, I, it's more and more apparent that a, a, a slow zombie apocalypse would still just be... Yeah. <laughs> the CDC would be like, Bad news. Uh, stay away from the zombies, don't let them bite you, and some redneck would be like, my body, my choice. <laughs> if he wants to take a nibble, I'm going to let him. <laughs> I heard him mumble he wanted me to hump him, so of course that's what I did. You're telling me it can't be cured? Ah, crazy. 
Crazy. They're trying to control you. I think Stella even said, because, you know, most apocalyptic zombie movies, most zombie movies have the point where somebody gets bitten and they hide it from the group. Yeah. And that that's it's always a dick move, you know, that's a dick move. Um but coming through COVID <laughs> I I've heard a lot of people say, you know, no, I, I kinda get it now because you know, yeah, I might have the plague that ends humanity, but if I don't get to the store and, and get some uh tutti fruity ice cream, what am I gonna do this weekend? Right. You know, I got to get out. I got to go. How am I supposed to party with this uh, a pandemic apocalypse on me? I'm just going to party and not worry about it. Yeah. I mean, that was kind of our uh, own apocalypse there for a minute. I, I mean, so we, uh, we're we pretty much experts at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, another one that I know, uh, would you say that you're a big fan of it or Jack? Or, Jackie was uh, with uh, Will Smith. I am legend. Uh, I, I'd say both. I'd say both. I really liked uh, I am legend. Um, I, I feel like it's it focused more on the apocalypse side than the zombie side, especially yeah. early in that movie. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I really like that. When Jackie was like four years old, I got a copy of that on Blu-ray. And you know how kids do. They want to watch the same movie on repeat. Right. So my four-year-old daughter, that was the movie <laughs> we watched on repeat. So uh, she's 17 now. You can't call. Uh, the statute of limitations are up on calling CPS on me. You're safe. You're safe. Um, when we taught her animal sounds, you know, all kids are like, what does a cow may- say, Timmy? And Timmy would be like, moo. Uh, what does a what sound does a dog make? Um, Jeff with a G. <laughs> woof woof. Uh, and you could ask Jackie what sound does a zombie make, and she'd go brains, and she'd do this thing with her hands like she was, you know, going to get you. So, oh, that's that just sounds like good parent parenting to me. I, I, I'm I'm very proud. I'm very <laughs> proud. But that that is also. On the men's health list, so I had to. I I knew uh, now would be a good time to bring it up. Did you ever watch the? Uh, what was the original uh, I, movie version um, of that? Uh, Last Man on Earth. Last Man on Earth with Vincent. Price. That's the Vincent Price. Yeah, yeah. I have. I have s- not watched that one. I have seen that one. It's been several years, um, but I mean, it's. Very different than I am legend, <laughs> but still has, a, I felt like for the time had a pretty good, uh, loneliness about it until, you know, these ghoulish looking people. I mean, they looked like 1950s, 60s ghouls. It was kind of uh, whatever, you know, mm-hmm. as far as that goes, but, um, I, I have watched the Omega man, which is the 1971, uh, Charlton Heston. How was how did that stack up? Uh it was it was pretty decent. Um in, instead of vampires, they're more like cultists. Okay. Um so it, it is it is a little bit different. And it's 1971, so so the action is a little bit 
uh, different. And you know, Charlton Heston, he can chew up some scenery, you know. But yeah, uh, it's yeah, it's pretty decent. Well, uh, is there any other zombie uh, kind of related uh, flicks you want to talk about, or do you want to go to another? Move on to a to another sub genre, I guess sub genre of uh, sub sub genre. Okay, uh, yeah, I mean you know World War Z a couple years ago. I I really like that one. It's very slick. It's very Hollywood, where mm-hmm. most of the zombie movies don't get quite such the Hollywood um, look and feel to them like that did. You know, my favorite part is where the scientist shoots himself in the face. Cause then it's like, Holy fuck. Okay. <laughs> you know? So, um, but no, we can, outside of that, we can move on. You know, you, we could, you and I could probably sit and talk about zombie movies for a long, long time. That's yeah. basically how this whole podcast. It, it really is. <laughs> um, do you have another subgenre you want to go to next? I've have a I have a a couple that I want to hit on before we're done tonight. Well, but one one that was prominent in my in my pea brain when I first um, brought this up and when I first started thinking about it is the the post nuclear war uh-huh. stuff. So I I think you do get the Mad Max. I, I get that there's a, a, a heavy action element to that. So Less horror, more action, but those kind of yeah. blend very easily. Uh, the first one is um, uh, very different. So the you know the first Mad Max is um, not post uh, nuclear war. It's not till the second one that you get the post nuclear war stuff. Um, but I'm also thinking movies like The Day After. Um, the 80s were rife with like the nuclear war movies. Yes. Um, so you couldn't grow up in the eighties without, you know, knowing these and feeling these and yeah, the you know. nuclear war is God. I mean, the, the, my, the one that comes to my mind when I think of those is threads. I don't know if you ever watched threads, the, Mm-mm. the British nuclear, uh, bombing movie. <laughs> it, it was another one of the, uh, 84 and. I mean, it's okay. not great acting, and the—I mean—the set pieces aren't. It's not like this huge budget thing like we you would probably see today if it was made. I, I think I think it was even made for British TV in the early okay. '80s, so that can tell you kind of. But my God, like there there is a tension and waiting because you know uh, the nukes are dropping eventually in this movie. So, and it has like these like kind of news report kind of things and uh like you know the old computer like the green screen with the green text like things mm-hmm. like that come up uh for like reports like uh, you know Russia and United States are you know at odds and then finally when it does uh boil over it's just oh, I'm looking in- at some insane. images and I see like a constable with like a I don't know a rag with eye holes cut out of it over yeah. his face. I don't know if he's got suffering like radiation burns or what, but it it looks uh, creepy and cool and you know different. Very very cool. But I mean it that those movies 
nuclear war in general gives me <laughs> is, is scary to me. So these movies certainly are, are some of my favorites the, the, the day after with none other than Steve mm-hmm. Gutenberg. I, yeah. uh, I like it, but it, that one's a little, uh, Ham-fisted. Yeah. 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 I, I do like the scene where like the, uh, the spaceship, the space station pod lands and the astronauts are in it. And like, one's like, I'm going to see what's out there. And he digs his way halfway out. And then he's like, Oh, somebody's out there. And they pull him out and drag him off and, you know, rape him and eat him and then rape him again. Um, <laughs> I mean, there were some things in that that were really, really terrifying. Mm-hmm. So, the there's some animated ones in the genre too. Uh, the I, I don't know if you've ever even heard of it. When the wind blows, it's about like a old mm-hmm. old couple, um, like trying to survive as as the as the bombs drop. Ah, fuck, I've never watched it. I don't think I could actually probably make it through it but i've seen a lot of uh videos and stuff on it and i'm like god damn that's ugh well you have um the road from 2009 uh with Vigo Mortensen and i don't remember if it was actually nuclear bombs or just post apocalypse but it's that same vibe where right. it's not like it's not like there is an enemy. It's just like the society has collapsed right. and what is left. And that's um, that's kind of how the kind of like the final act of threads is. Um, it's just society being shit uh-huh. <laughs> after uh-huh. after after that. Um, but did, did you what did you watch Book of Eli with um, Denzel? I, I, I did. Uh, okay. I, I I liked it. I can't remember a whole lot about it now, but I remember liking it at the time. Um, and they oddly made a sequel to that, didn't they? And for reasons, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, reasons is a, is about the best reason that you can pinpoint that they made. It. I I I guess because I did not realize they did that. To be honest, remember, like a sequel. Maybe, uh, am I making shit up? I may, yeah, it I, sounds I may good. Have. The book of Eli 2, it did come up when I googled. Oh, yeah, it, uh, oh no, official trailer number two came up. Book of Eli 2, no, the book of Eli 2, hell, I don't know. I may be making shit up. <laughs> Apparently, a lot of people ask you're not for the it, only one, but yeah, I, yeah, I've uh, yeah. clearly imagined a, a sequel. But I thought it was like uh, American Psycho too. Like it just was, or like, why does this exist? <laughs> mm-hmm. So uh, it, it doesn't. It so may have existed, and the Mandela effect has raced oh, it fuck. from our collective consciousness. So we'll just chalk it up to that. Maybe, maybe. Um, but yeah, I love that. Uh, I love that kind of genre, subgenre of apocalypse movies. Um, probably the most anxiety, scary ones for me um it's hard to say my favorite because they do give real world (laughs) feelings of those things but uh that that makes them sometimes uncomfortably scary yeah so you know it's hard to uh enjoy it when it's like 
you know, this shit could really happen. When I threw my back out uh, several years ago now, I was laid out in bed for like a week. And that's when I went down the rabbit hole and watched The Day After and Threads and a few others and got ridiculously like uh, into all these and not not healthy times. <laughs> <laughs> your your mental health suffered along with your physical health. Yes, okay. I'm like, ah, let's just keep on going down this road. This is doing terrible things for my brain, but woo. Anything to be, uh, to feel, to feel the horror, I guess. Such an idiot. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I've said a few times, like I, I crave like those vivid nightmares, but then if I had one, I'd be like, nope, uh, uh-uh, that was horrible. Why would I want that? <laughs> so, um, to continue down this kind of road, uh, we also have the kind of disaster movies, the, the big disaster movies, apocalypse movies, um, or pending disaster movies. Like, you know, the, the, this, this could be really a, just a genre to itself. The, the Roland Emmerich and kind of Avi Arad and Michael Bay kind of big budget end of the world comet, uh, coming. Yeah. The, 2012, yeah. uh, uh, Armageddon, Deep Impact, Armageddon, um, Moonfall, which came out more recently. I did want to uh, watch that, but I still have not. Geostorm, uh, the day after tomorrow. Is that the? I the, yeah yeah uh, yeah yeah. I couldn't remember the. I mean, that's that that's climate disaster. Yeah, but it, it is very much disaster. Um, it you have you have some comedies in this section too. So you you know. Uh, don't look up, which took the oh, world right, by storm. Right, um, which and was which was Chef's Kiss brilliant uh, movie making. So, um, I, do the disaster movies do they hit you as hard? Because they no. don't really me. I I'm right there with you. I mean, maybe back in the '90s uh, they mm-hmm. did a little more. Uh, but still, even then, I don't, I don't think so. I remember going to watch like Armageddon and what is what is the other meteor movie? Deep Impact. Deep Impact. That same year. Yeah. Very similar plots. Very similar stories. Um. Yeah. I mean, they, they, we were really into being destroyed back then <laughs> by a meteor. Yeah. What can you do? What can you do? It made money. Um, but yeah, I mean, what? do you feel anything from any of these movies? I mean, uh, every now and then I, I'll watch one and be like, oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I, I don't want to say I don't feel anything from them, but they just, they don't, they don't do it for me. Mm-hmm. I, I I do enjoy some of them. I enjoyed uh, 2012 and the, and the trip that was on uh, Moonfall, it was okay for me. I I think Jackie enjoyed it more than I did. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I I wasn't over enthusiastic about it, and, and partly because there's a suspension of belief that I sometimes struggle with with these. Right. Like I, you tell me the zombies are eating the neighbors, uh, yeah yeah I'm right there with you. But you tell me 
the moon comes close enough to the earth that the gravity of the moon is sucking shit up onto the, let alone the fact that the gravity of the earth is still stronger than the moon's. Right. Like that you're not, it's not suddenly strong enough to rip trees out of the ground. Right. Um, but, but then we can recover from that. I have, I struggle with. Listen, I know scientists, but I don't know what that means to the oceans. (laughs) Do they explain yeah, that I, without a moon? Uh, no, well, no, we get the moon back because the moon is not really a moon; it's a spaceship. So, uh, what? What the fuck? Uh, okay, spoiler, spoiler alert. I don't know if you're joking or being serious, <laughs> and I don't know which one <laughs> is funnier. <laughs> oh. uh, I guess you'll have to watch oh. it for yourself. We will now. Now I have to watch it. See, we've talked about this about spoilers sometimes. And see, I don't know if you're fucking with me. Is the thing right now? I think you're not. But sometimes you may be a, just a clever uh, plant by Universal trying to get me to watch their maybe, movie. Maybe. <laughs> no, but I do want to watch it more now. Yeah. Um, yeah. And the the third act revealed that um, uh, Elizabeth, John and Elizabeth Warren are secretly astronauts. That was great. And then Rick Murray pops out. They have, they, they have to go to the moon and perform an exorcism on the moon to get it to go back into orbit. And it so. almost doesn't work. Yeah. But then it just, does. I got a plan that's just crazy enough to work. Um. Uh. And then, uh, okay, to move on from here, and I think this is going to be a genre that you're more uh, apt to to really talk about. But giant monsters, the the kaiju, the Cloverfields, the mm-hmm. the the Gojira. Yeah, I you know I I I don't think I ever would have in my own brain come to the conclusion that a kaiju movie is a. a Maybe apocalyptic movie, but absolutely that they, this, there is a place for this here. I don't think that I would have either until I was looking. I don't know if it was this men's health list or if it was a previous one that I was looking at that had Cloverfield or no, it had Mm -hmm. 10 Cloverfield lane. Um, and I'm like, I was, I was just thinking that that one kind of goes into the another realm of apocalypse than that. Then yeah. But I mean, even, even Cloverfield, the, Cloverfield the first. <laughs> yeah. Um, I did get apocalypse feelings from that. And it may be because of the way it's shot from the ground, looking up at this thing and mm-hmm. you, you get that, you know, human perspective instead of, you know, with like some Godzilla or, or stuff like that. It's very pulled back at, to see the man in the, in the suit and all that. Um, so it doesn't feel, uh, as apocalyptic. Um, but it but it absolutely but belongs here, yeah, and and you know if 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 the Cloverfield monster because like they nuke it, and it and it doesn't do anything, right? As revealed at the end of the movie, it, game over, man. Yeah, game over. My favorite Godzilla movie is uh, Shin Godzilla from 2015, 2016. and I, that. 
I highly recommend it. As a, as a person that's always wanted to really get into more Godzilla stuff, uh, that one really hooked me. And there are some apocalyptic kind of things, like what you just said, nuking the Cloverfield monster. Um, winky face. May happen in Shin Godzilla. And, okay. and same okay. kind of... Uh, Oh shit. Huh. <laughs> what what what's next what what is next step here? Uh, after after nukes don't work. Um there's only one solution. If the nukes don't work, there's only one solution. And you bring in Matthew Broderick <laughs> to woo uh, the beast. I mean and make sweet sweet love to it. I mean if he can stomach making love to Serica Parker, a Godzilla monster is no problem for him. The man has a dick that is made out of adamantium. <laughs> you have made me question what he's packing to to calm the such beasts. Um, they had to CG it out of scene from uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. I'm just saying. Oh Lord, I called Serica a beast. I'm I, if I oh. if anything could get me canceled. Surely that I may be saying Gorgira, but I mean, that's how the fucking it was wrote, man. I just put some. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, if anything, saying Godzilla is like the, the knockoff, right. Poor translation. So, right. Um, the, there's a, there's a band. I'm sure you maybe have heard of them by now, but they're, they're called, uh, Gojira, which is, I remember when I found out about them, like, God, God, 15 years ago or so. Uh, and I was looking at the name. I'm like, am I pronouncing that right? And I look it up and they're like, for the original pronunci- Japanese pronunciation of Godzilla. And I laughed for a solid hour every time I would say Gojira. <laughs> After that thinking, that's that. it just it blew my mind. It blew my mind. And it still does. And it makes me really happy to say go Gojira. So if you cancel me for that internet, uh, just know I'm, I'm still happy. Worth man. it. <laughs> Worth it. Oh, uh, um, there, there has been a resurgence of the Kaiju in recent times and really, um, more apocalyptic because the Pacific Rim movies, I mean, that's not just like your run of the mill kaiju. There are multiple kaiju, right. and it is you know apocalyptic in scope. These things are coming through a portal, and they will overrun us if we let them. Uh, there is a so, movie coming out, and I I told you about it several months ago. I've not looked up on it since. Uh, what to do with the dead kaiju? And that, uh, I don't think it has come out yet. I think it comes out sometime next year, but the whole premise I remember reading was what do you do with the body of a dead Kaiju? And it's like about, you know, I guess like these, these teams of like a cleanup crew that have to kind of dispose of, of a (laughs) a dead Kaiju. And I'm like, okay, this is something I don't know that the world needs, but I want it. I want it. I want to watch it. And (laughs) It, February 4th is what I'm seeing as the release date. I I don't know what my expectations could be for this movie, but uh I can't I can't wait to check it out. 
Can't wait to check it out. I, I, I think it might be good. I have heard of rumors. Kind of kaiju tangent. Um, What is... And I'm going to lose some uh, Marvel credit here. <laughs> Um, what is the island of the mutants? Doctor Moreau. Um, oh, no! Sure. In in um, it's I just googled Krakoa, but I don't think that's right. There's another like island city country. Are you talking about the Savage the Land? Or no, no, the... no. But I I heard a rumor that this is how they're going to introduce the mutants full scale mm. is because the uh, Tiamat. That was coming out of the ocean that the immortals, uh, thank you, Chris, <laughs> froze in place is going to be the new home of like mutant kind. Intriguing. So they're, so, they're, they're fully in on this immortals thing, huh? <laughs> yeah, they're, they're in on the immortals. Speaking uh, of apocalypse, they really dodged a bullet with those immortals. <laughs> uh, you know, what didn't dodge a bullet it, was the clearance rack for the Marvel legends of those figures. <laughs> It's lousy with them. Oh, man. Uh, um, watched Black Adam, by the way. To, uh, quick aside. Oh, watched okay. Black Adam after you almost made me cry from uh, your joke about crying uh, last last time. Uh, and I think because you told me that, I liked it more. I'm like, eh, I okay. mean, it's not. Okay. I don't think I need to watch it twice, but... <laughs> uh, look, I am in no way... <laughs> saying it's a, a bad if if black adam came out the same year as ben affleck daredevil all oh, right right clearly clearly it's second place to ben affleck daredevil <laughs> uh <laughs> i i i don't I, I did see a I, clip randomly of daredevil the other day and i'm like god damn I don't even like that costume. That costume looked jank back in the day to me. Oh, it's terrible. It's terrible. The whole, the glasses and everything, everything about that is so 90s cheese terrible. And that's what makes it so good. Michael Clark Duncan as Kingpin kind of was the that only thing. He, yeah, no, he, he did amazing. He did amazing. So um, I, I liked the, um, I liked the way they did the vision. For that movie, because it was like the pulse. Oh right, and then right, you, right. Yeah, I I, I like the vision because it really made you feel like echolocation. You said the vision, and I'm like, the vision wasn't in Daredevil. <laughs> not that vision, oh. not the uh, android I, I vision. Went, I went, the, I went too hard in the Marvel. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, man. Oh. I forgot where we were. We went, what are we talking we went about? On a big tangent. Marvel. Yeah. <laughs> Who? I mean, since we're here on Marvel, uh, had their own kind of apocalypse with the Endgame. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so I mean, maybe you could put that into the next category of apocalyptic horror, and that is alien invasion. Oh my God, um, Dave! Did we just segue? Because I mean. Uh, impromptly, impromptuedly, and it was, it worked. It worked. It worked. Finally, after four <laughs> seasons. Um, so, because, I mean, professionals. Thanos is clearly an alien. Humans aren't born with nut sacks on their chin. 
um, outside of Peter Griffin, but uh, the the alien invasion movies. Now, I I do really like alien invasion movies as well. Um, Independence Day, Will Smith. Speaking of Will Smith, uh-huh. and Will Smith. This is number two, and I got at least one more Will Smith in my pocket. <laughs> uh, but Independence Day is totally just cheesy, uh, uh, patriotic propaganda. Yeah. And I fucking love I, it. Yeah. Same. I mean, there's <laughs> nothing to like about it. And it's a shame they never made a sequel. Oh. Uh, yeah, that's too bad. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Too, that's too bad. Too bad. What what um, what, been, what have they been doing with their times? You have a free Will yeah, Smith yeah. in your pocket that they could have easily used if they wanted to do one. So, what's the? He just sit, what's sitting sitting around waiting. Especially now, I mean, nobody's hiring that <laughs> son of a bitch now. So, um, um, and and a Jeff Goldblum. You know, you had Will Smith oh, and Jeff Goldblum in one movie. The Goldblum so, delivers, man. Yeah, you had the Fly and. The Fresh Prince, who is very fly, true in one movie. So, is this the second sequel to The Fly? And The Fly became a superhero scientist. Kind of makes sense. Kind of makes sense. Oh, yeah, because yeah. um, one thing flies are known for is their super intelligence <laughs> as they struggle to get out the half open window. Uh, the I remember when this was coming out, and I was what was this ninety six? So I was, mate. Goddamn. I was 12 or 13 uh-huh. and I was so target audience. I was so excited for this movie, <laughs> but I was uh, also confused by the, the wording of the trailers. They're like only in theaters, July 4th, blah, 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 whatever year it was. And I thought I took that to mean it was only going to be in the theater that day. <laughs> oh, and I can, I don't, I don't think my parents were believing of that but they just kind of humored me at the end of the day. And we're like, all right, well fucking go, whatever. And it was the, one of the biggest, most packed theaters I'd ever tried to be in. <laughs> mm-hmm. But, uh, I was, I was so excited to be there. I was like, I just happy to be here. Everybody. This is great. This is great. Uh, we, but it turns out, looking, or were you looking around at people and be like, can you believe this is the only day this is going to play? I, I was, so, I'm sure. My stupid brain was thinking that. I'm like, I can't believe I'm here. <laughs> the only time it's going to be shown. Yeah. And then you can imagine my dismay special. as those trailers kept rolling out. And they're like, now, extended for the rest of the year. Showings of Independence Day. I'm like, what the fuck? I thought this was a, a limited engagement. <laughs> right. You thought you were special. And they showed me. That showed me I'm a big yeah. idiot. Uh, but yeah, I live, I live in a picture. <laughs> yeah. Uh, more recently, Alien Invasion Apocalypse, we have A Quiet Place and A Quiet Place 2. Oh. Which, um, I, one more than two, uh, uh, and that just happens. I mean, it's, it's the expected follow-up of, right. of the sequel. But I think A Quiet Place, the first one, I think is brilliant. I I think the the design of the uh creatures, the 
filmography, the acting. I think every piece is exactly where it needs to be to convey so much emotion and drama with with such limited dialogue is amazing to me. I, I when we watched it in the theater for the first time, like I'm holding my breath because I don't want to make a fucking sound and get somebody <laughs> found. And and I mean, and I, I know how I am. I get super in, immersed in movies, and, but this did it for me. I, I really enjoyed it. I forgot that they were. Did they discover they were aliens in the first one? I don't even remember. I think in the first one, he has like the newspaper clippings that say, you know, comets and they came uh, from the sky and shit like that. So, okay, okay. Or not comets, uh, asteroids or you know, meteors or hemorrhoids. I don't know. So, <laughs> um, what other alien invasion? Uh, the thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, yes. Oh, which, yeah. One of which will lead us into uh, two more Carpenter movies, if you know where I'm going mm-hmm. with this. But uh, absolutely, the thing clearly uh, another in a remote location, a small cast, but the end of it and the consequences of what that could mean is mm-hmm. another. It, it's such a brilliant movie this is another movie that's uh, there are a few movies that i i would probably say are perfect or near perfect and the thing has to be one of them i think i would agree yeah um to be that ambiguous as to who's the creature who's not and yet like it's not ambiguous for the sake of ambiguous everything makes sense you know uh, things don't just happen like it's not, uh, oh, he's a good guy. Ninety nine percent of the movie, and then just turns for no reason, and there's no follow up, or there's no reason. There's no chain of custody. Mm-hmm. Everything is so beautifully laid out, and then the mystery at the end. Yeah, you know, is McReady uh, uh, an alien? Which I clearly think McReady is not, because he is McReady is as uh, us. That's the American man there, um, and and what a man. Um, but Childs, you know, what about Childs? I mean, they, um, have done extended media and stuff of the thing. And I mean, there was a video game on the PlayStation two. I played it, but I don't really remember much of the story. I don't, I don't think it was just a retelling of the, of the story, but I may, I may be wrong. And then there was the prequel kind of deal that I get, I guess the internet's kind of turning a, a, a new leaf on like some people are saying it's like not it's not that bad like mine if you look past yeah. this or this it's not that bad. i can't i really can't remember it and i think I, i'm thinking i'm there some of the cg is very dated which that just happens with cg right, yeah like like it, if you're top of the line cg right now the marble fucking shit mm-hmm. like I, I guarantee 20 years from now somebody's gonna look at the cg marvel shit and be like Oh, it looks so terrible. Yeah. <laughs> uh, when you're there in the moment, so. like that, you're like, this is mm-hmm. as, as the best it could be. And then I remember how good I thought the Scorpion King looked at <laughs> the rock. I was like, this is amazing. <laughs> and now you look at it, it's like a mannequin on wires almost. Yeah. It's like, ah. Uh, I, that's another thing about the thing. 
um, before CG. Uh, it, it has almost like what you were saying, almost the perfect makeup and makeup effects in it because it's like this alien creature that it doesn't quite get what it's mimicking completely perfect. So when it's transitioning and, you know, melting in this scene or like, you know, it's this weird amalgamation of other things. And plus we don't know where it's been before earth. So who knows what it's mm-hmm. other creatures it's seen that it can take the shape and the form of, mm-hmm. and you put all that together and it can, you know, you, the, I think it was Rob, Rob Bottin that did the makeup on this one. And it's just a, a gore the, fest. That's amazing. Yeah, the uncanny valleyness works for it mm-hmm. instead of against it. And so yeah. it, it's really good. The practical effects are really good. Um, I don't know. I don't know if there's anything else to say about the, the thing. And it's so good. You almost end the alien, the alien invasion genre right there because uh, yeah, that is so good yeah. it's like the exclamation point to this day and like uh L- la invasion la is you know looks like it was 40 years prior to the thing instead of 30 years after there there was a couple um other kind of similar idea movies that uh i don't know i don't know if you ever saw the hidden it was much smaller scale mm-hmm. than the thing and not nearly as polished, but another thing hidden dark skies. Uh, was that the, I forget, is that the, that was, uh, um, dark skies is, um, uh, Oh God, I can never think of the chick's Karen name. Russell? Yeah. Yes. Okay. It, I'm, super good. It's a it is a super solid I, movie. Um, I need to check that one out. I have not watched that one, but I know vaguely of it. Mm-hmm. Um, Edge of Tomorrow, which is super into the sci fi action side. Um, you know, Tom Cruise, Starship Troopers, which I heard they're doing a working on a series. Um, uh, maybe on HBO Max for Starship Troopers, which is amazing. Okay. A- another one that we kicked around the idea of doing this uh, year, Chris, War of the Worlds. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I one of my favorite. Uh, I guess I guess stories. Uh, but I I mean I love the H two Wells book. I love the you know, the other formats that people have adapted it to the Orson Wells, the radio broadcast, mm-hmm. I think is amazing. Uh, Jeff Wayne's war of the worlds, his musical version in the seventies, I think is fucking great. Uh, I even like the Tom Cruise version from the early two thousands, not as much, but, uh, I, I just watched that again a, a couple months ago when we were kicking around the idea. I did watch that I, and yeah, I, I was enthralled. I, for- I, I was there from start to finish, I forgot so. Tim Robbins was in that. I completely forgot yeah. he was uh yeah was the, the crazy yeah, dude crazy yeah, basement in the basement guy. the the uh never mind I can't remember his name I'm moving on <laughs> but yeah, yeah I love what about I love World of Worlds yeah what about the uh Nick Cage color out of space would you call that a name yeah of I mean that goes into I think that even goes and into cosmic horror. Yeah. I mean, that is the, uh, Lovecraft story, but it's completely, uh, it, it's, it's a, a fair bit different than, 
than H.P. Lovecraft's story from back in the day, but I mean, it certainly is bringing that cosmic horror. Annihilation is another kind of similar. Mm-hmm. Uh, very cool. Very cool. Some very cool visuals yeah. in that too. And, and I mean, creatures. An, an apocalypse of proportions that we don't understand. And we're too insignificant, right? Essentially for whatever's happening uh, to matter anyway. So, <laughs> So, so that almost lends itself to a whole new subgenre here of Lovecraftian apocalypse, mm-hmm. and, and you know the color out of space. Um, I don't, I don't know if Dagon falls into that apocalyptic thing, but if you if you extrapolate from there, yeah. certainly it does. Yeah, the um, void which we did an episode on. Yeah. Um. In the mouth of madness. So let's go carpenter hard in the paint again. Uh, you know, this the unknown. third in his apocalypse trilogy. We'll circle back around and get Prince of Darkness before we're done. But Oh yeah, yes. Uh, yes. so don't I'm go anywhere. Don't, alert, anywhere. But... don't go anywhere. Come back. Um but in the mouth of madness, we have a whole episode on that. And I as we sat and talked about it... that, the more I liked that movie. Mm-hmm. It really but there's a it gets there's it. very much uh, the the cosmic horror the insignificance of man the meta horror yeah. there uh, <laughs> so for a movie from ninety four or five or six something like mid nineties it is doing this meta thing like here's where the movie actually starts and shit like that and you're like what things yep. that. I can imagine watching it back in the day and I I tried to watch it several times over the years and just didn't get really into it. And it just kind of fell by the wayside. Um, But when you know that there's things like that going on in it, it changes that movie dramatically for me. I I think it's one of those movies that is helped by healthy discussion. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and which, and another one that I think falls into that is, um, Jacob's ladder. Oh yeah. Um, I keep doing you know, this sound with my mouth now. I keep going like doing a kissy sound. What the fuck is going on? I don't know. <laughs> no more Sam Adams for me. It's Tim Robbins. I figured it out every time I mentioned Tim Robbins, you're making kissy sounds. What the fuck? So what the fuck? He's a handsome man. Chris. I mean, he's, I can't. Yeah. Yeah. We, he's. He's no, he's no Skarsgård, apparently. Uh, no, no, he ain't. <laughs> he is like a 90s version of that, though. <laughs> oh, kind of. I kinda. mean, if I was stuck in the 90s oh. without a Bill Skarsgård, I mean, Tim Robbins is fine. He, he make doing a pitch. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, but it's, it's really great. And the turn to, at the end. We might have to do an episode on that. Cause that's that movie gets creepy for me. It's got some creepy atmosphere and vibes uh, and ideas. Mm-hmm. Um, and goes into that religion thing. Uh, a good, a good, uh, some good discussion uh, with those ideas. And um, it's been so long since I've watched it. I can't remember a lot of the but- details. The, the prison of the mind and um, guilt, you know, guilt, survivor's guilt. And, and then the, you've got this, that scene at the end. That's like, okay, is this about like the government 
experimenting on soldiers. I mean, it, it throws that little last second twist in that kind of reframes everything that you've already been through. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. We may have to, I, I may have to make a note of that and we'll come back around to Jacob's ladder. Cause I, I kind of just want to watch it really. Um, but okay. I think, uh, keeping it, um, in line with that kind of religious idea, let's come back around to and finish Carpenter's apocalypse trilogy, uh, with the, the middle movie. And these movies really don't have anything to do with each other. Um, I'm sure there may be some, some lines fans have connected. Uh, like, uh, that may be a, a task I try to pin on you at some point in the future. Be like, Dave, apply Dave, the Dave averse to this. <laughs> right. Like, let's, let's shoot yeah, one of these together. This out. Uh, but Prince of Darkness, uh, which is, uh, love the thing, love the thing, love uh, Escape from mm-hmm. New York, love Escape from LA, love a lot of Carpenter stuff. Halloween, Prince of Darkness may be my favorite. Big Trouble in Little China. I, I'm just, I, I'm just, I, I kid, I kid, I don't, I, don't I kid because I, I care. don't know. I don't, I need to watch it. I need to watch that again, but, uh, I'm always at a loss when big trouble in little China comes up. Cause I don't know the references. I know some of the imagery, but I, it's been so long. I don't even know if I've watched the whole movie cause it's been so long since I've seen some of it. Uh, um, but I need, I do need to rectify that. Jackie and I watched it this year. So that's so weird to me that she's, it's, she's it's potentially great. seen Big Trouble in Little China before I have. And that's uh, my own fault. That's my own goddamn fault. But uh, you tell them Jack Burns coming. <laughs> I feel like Captain America right now. I'm like, I don't get that. I don't get that reference. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's Jack Burton is Kurt Russell's name in that in in Big Trouble in Little China. Um, you know, he, he says that you, that, you know, or my name ain't Jack Burton. He's, he's kind of a uh, Kanye pre Kanye Kanye referring to himself <laughs> as a third person a few times. Um, but you know, sitting here talking about it, you know, I'm not a Kurt Russell fan, but, but I am, how can you not be a Kurt Russell fan? Yeah. So, uh, uh, Okay. But Prince of Darkness has no has no uh, Mr. Russell in it. Uh, but this this movie goes into the future, into the fucking. It's kind. I mean, there's there's religious stuff, but you could almost say it's like it's kind of cosmic horror mm-hmm. in there as well. And I fucking I love Prince of Darkness. Yeah, it, it's um, great. I love the um, description of it. I can't remember which streaming site it was because, you know, they have the, like, two-sentence descriptions, and it was, like, right. um, something about liquid Satan. Um, <laughs> and it's just, it's great. Um, plus, it does have Victor Wong, also yeah, in absolutely. Big Trouble in Hell China, so we can uh, make that connection there. Uh, it's got Donald Pleasance. Yep. Um, so I, I feel like we've got, um, some things that's got Peter Jason, so we can tie it to, uh, they live pretty easily. Yeah. Um, and it's got Alice Cooper. Yeah. So we can tie it to, uh, inflatable, um, penises to ride out (laughs) on stage. 
Um, and um, the uh, Lisa Blount, who unfortunately passed away mm-hmm. in 2010. Uh, but the the 80s redhead next to uh, mm-hmm. Carpenter was casting them redheads like it was going out of style at the time. The they live the. I am forgetting her name, Megan Meg uh, Foster. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, she. Yeah, total total bacon. Total bacon. continues here. Um, hey, Hayden, I'm appreciating very much. Uh, but I could sit and drunk ramble about apocalypse stuff with Prince of Darkness. I maybe have with you. <laughs> Don't remember it. Um. But if the, if I was ever given permission to remake, if they're like Chris, okay, we're giving you t- two movies. Pick uh, any two movies. It would be this, and it would be the Blob. Another, I, you could almost okay. say the Blob's an apocalypse movie too, if you really go yep. for it. Well, but those two, uh, Alien Invasion, that fits into yeah. the Alien Invasion because it did come in on a meter, yeah. so. Um, but God, I would love to write. I, maybe I should just write them and to, just to see. Just put them in. You got to manifest yeah. this. You got to manifest yep. it by putting it out yep. there. You're right. You're right. Uh, but that the I the what is the kid movie? The kid movie. What is Carpenter's like? The kids. Um, village, village oh. of the kid, Vi- village of the village damned, of the damned. <laughs> village of the kids. <laughs> ah! It's full of children. Get the fuck out! Yeah, they won't go to bed on time. Ah! <laughs> Everything's sticky. Oh. <laughs> oh, why are your hands what sticky? Happens. What have you done? Yeah, that's what happens when you have kids. Like everything is fucking sticky. Oh man. Um but that why is the cat sticky? <laughs> That's another one. It's not part of his trilogy, his apocalypse trilogy, but I think it, you could probably squeeze it in there if you wanted to. Um mm-hmm. But there's uh, uh, any any excuse me. Any other uh apocalypse subgenres or just even movies at this point since we're kind of winding down. Um, that you want to? I think, Chris. I promised you three Will Smiths, mm. and I've only delivered two. But that brings us to uh, what I what I would call science gone wrong. And you've got Terminator, and you've got oh yes, Will Smith with iRobot, which I think is a tremendous movie. Now that yeah. iRobot may not go into apocalypse uh I, I may be stretching to put this in the apocalypse mo- realm but the idea that this ai and the robots and they can take over and you know whatever i mean it's all right there human if it wasn't for a certain will smith and a certain um i see dead people uh i see dead people isn't that that kid <laughs> no it's uh shia labeouf is in iRobot. What? I thought that was the fucking kid from... Don't make me doubt myself, Chris. I'm oh, here. shit. You're right. What movie am I thinking Sh- of? Shia LaBeouf. I don't know. The, 
Um, who is the I? I can't think of the I see. It's not AI. Nikki. I'm thinking of AI. A yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I got them. I combine shit. I get. I'm, I'm doing that a lot tonight. I think. Yeah. Um, I I get it. I, I honestly it. don't remember Shia LaBeouf in this movie. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to watch this again. Actually, actually, uh, weird coincidence. I've been looking uh, at some Isaac uh, Asimov books Asimov. and. Mm-hmm. Because uh, I was randomly reading about the Positronic Man one night. And I'm like, ah, oh, I would really like to read this story. And then kind of realized, hey, he's the dude that, that I robot. And he's kind of... I I, I don't know where it's... Um, oh, I guess it's not... Never mind. I was You you said Isaac Asimov, and I was thinking Isaac Asimov, but it's really not. It's um, Philip K. Dick, Electric Dreams, which is... Um, oh, right, right. Uh, yeah, a sci-fi anthology. The there is some there is some sci-fi that I desperately need to get off my brain and read, and the, that that's another one of them. Um, I'd love that kind of genre of like science gone wrong uh, that leads to kind of bad bad futures, apocalypses <laughs> when humans. <laughs> are no longer in control of their, their worlds and they're not number yeah. one anymore. I think that, I think that stands um, to be an apocalypse. That may not be the, you've got lot lawnmower man. Yeah. Um, you know, who with their wonderful depiction of what the internet looked like as a series of cubes. Um, love it. You have modern day lawnmower man with, um, um, uh, Johnny Depp, it, I don't remember what's the one that he did that he, he like puts his consciousness into the machine and I have no idea. <laughs> oh man, uh, it was not long ago. I mean, maybe you know, I have ten, no idea. ten years ago. Um, Johnny Depp, IMDb. Um, but you know, if if the Pirates of the Caribbean is not an apocalypse movie, I don't know what is. <laughs> Um, Fantastic Beast, The Professor. How many Marilyn Manson videos did Johnny Depp appear in? God damn. <laughs> um, Transcendence. Transcendence. 2014 with Johnny Depp. Um, oh, I... Don't think I ever watched this, but I knew. Uh, I think I had a cousin telling me about this, but uh, it's my wacky cousin, <laughs> and he oh, was a little bit uh, too enthusiastic about it. And I'm like, I don't know exactly what you're describing right now. Um, sounds mm-hmm. kind of fantastic in a way, but uh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know that it's anything to be enthusiastic over, right? <laughs> um. But I mean, it's it it does exist. So, I I forgot all about that. I, I don't even know if I've watched it. I maybe watched it. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. Are there any other sciencey? Oh, uh, I swear that what is that Will Smith movie? Isn't that a, like an apocalypse movie where he has like his son with him? Oh, uh, After Earth. I, um. <sighs> Or is, it, or is of, that a stretch? 
it's it's a stretch to say apocalypse. So there, I never watched that one. I just Earth, Earth is Earth is gone. Like Earth is gone. They live on another planet, and there's these alien monsters that feed on fear, and they're just Im- impossible to take out. And so, uh, with the advanced technology of the day, you you can't beat these monsters. Wow. But they got one caged, and so. In their infinite wisdom, they put on a passenger jet to rocket between solar systems uh, with unsuspecting passengers. But then when the plane, the jet wrecks onto an Earth-like savage world planet, Mm -hmm. uh, Will Smith's son has to uh, traverse the planet on his own with only his dad on the radio. And then he has to face his fear and uh, defeat this beast in one-on-one combat. Um, so, okay. yeah, it's... it's uh, yeah. Take it or leave it? Kind of kind of, kind of. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's got some cool stuff in it, you know. And I, I, I super respect, like, if I was in with Will Smith's shoes and you were like, oh, we got this movie. Oh, that sounds ridiculous. We'll do anything to put you in it. All right, cast my son, too. <laughs> I'd like to do a movie with my son. I'm in, you know, it just, uh, it's not entirely Will and Jaden's fault that the movie fell flat. I don't think so. Well, that, that, that but, was a bonus, oh. uh, bonus Will Smith. I, I tried to provide. Yeah. Yeah. I'd never yeah. seen it, but I thought it had something apocalypse kind of going on there. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, um, the the trailers kind of made it seem more apocalypsy because you're in this, you know, horrible right. sa- savage world Earth. Mm-hmm. But they they, you know, so it kind it kind of is, but not greatly. So. Um, wouldn't it have been weird if that was the movie I thought had uh, the I see dead people kid <laughs> in it? <laughs> yeah, uh, is that. Is that the I see dead people kid? Is that Will Smith's son? Uh, I'm confusing AI and Gemini Man again. Or was that the name of that movie? Or is that a different one? <laughs> Gemini Man is the two Will Smiths. Young Will Smith versus old Will Smith. Is Jaden Smith in that one? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. I'm, I'm starting to think all I these movies are the same. And I'm just getting like passed around ping pong style through the different universes. And I'm just Uh, left trying to understand any of it. Um, but, uh, any other, any other flicks you want to talk about, uh, before we sign off here? Uh, maybe if I was going to throw in one more, uh, Will Smith apocalypse subgenre, it'd be superhero movies. If superheroes existed, we're, we're done. Like, regular humans are fucking right. done. No matter how benevolent some of them are, we're fucking done. Boys. Uh, yeah, that, yeah, that's more, that is way more realistic, except the idea that money would mean anything to them. Right. <laughs> like, H- Homelander, like, money wouldn't mean anything to Homelander. Give me what I want. I don't give a shit about Yeah, me. he, yeah, he would just be, he'd have... A hundred kids, because he'd be banging chicks every day. You know? So, um, but but if superheroes really existed, it would be apocalyptic. And, um, 
Will Smith had the apocalypse. Um, oh sh shit! What what is the superhero Hancock? movie he had? Hancock. Yes, we went to watch that, and we didn't know we were just taking a date night, and we mm -hmm. didn't know we didn't realize it was opening fucking night, and that was in the days before like assigned seating. Yep. And comfortable seats, like room and stuff like our theaters have now that we go to. Um, you have a 12-year-old so run like, past you going like, I can't believe we're here on the only night it's playing. Oh, right. <laughs> Amazing, Daddy. Um, I, I go to hold Stella's hand, and at the moon of the movie, when the light comes up, I it wasn't Stella. I was leaning the wrong way. It was the dude sitting next to me. I mean, I don't, I don't know. It was weird. Um, it was Fucking packed. There was not one empty seat in the whole theater. I... It was it was not good. The movie is very enjoyable. Yeah. Um. So Charles Theron, who Mad Max Fury Road. That's that is the uh, top of uh, top and final entry in the men's health list. Uh, so thank you, men's health, uh, for your assistance tonight. Um. Rounding out the list. Great yeah, job. Uh, our so. checks in the mail, I assume, you guys. So thanks thanks for that. It, anything else on that list that we haven't brought up uh, tonight? Some kind of uh, under the radar, probably we, we would have never watched anyways, uh, kind of movies. Um, uh, let's see. Seeking a Friend for the End of the World, the Steve Carell, Kira Knightley movie that I, I'm oh. pretty sure I've watched, but was not that... Uh, Affected by one that I actually do like a lot, a boy and his dog with uh, Don Johnson from 75. I don't know if you've ever seen that. Oh, okay. another um, somewhat kind of a comedy nuclear fallout kind of movie. Um, I am legend Armageddon. This is the end. The Rover with Robert Pattinson and Guy Pierce. I've never even heard of this one. Oh, I'm intrigued just with them too. 2011. So. Um, Dawn of the Dead, 78. Shaun of the Dead, Zombie Land, which we didn't bring up, but kind of falls. Okay. It falls in there. Nine yeah. from 2009, animated flick. I I don't know the first thing about it. I well, I have seen that. It's a, it's pretty good for an animated flick. Uh, like sack boys, like sack dolls that have come to life and. Are fighting against the robots that have destroyed humanity. That's, that's pretty decent. Okay. We have the Quiet Earth from 1985, which another one I have not heard of. Uh, ponytail or sorry, ponytail. What the fuck? What I don't even know how to pronounce this. Pontypool, 2008. Bringing the Edgar Wright zombie comedy to Canada. Pontypool is darker, weirder. Dave, am I reading this fucking name right? <laughs> Pontypool, yeah, I believe so. Uh, what the fuck? I don't, I... Yeah. Dyslexia was like, ponytail, you dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> it's it definitely not ponytail. It's not ponytail. Um... It comes at night, okay. 2017, which I think I've watched part of, but uh, it was it was a mm -hmm. slow build. It was a slow build flick. Yes, yes, very much. Doctor Strange Love, which is one that I uh, have not watched, but it was one that I that is on my list from my hurt back laying in bed watching nuclear Fallout movies. 1964, 
um, The Road, which we talked about a little bit, A Quiet Place, Independence Day, um, a Kirsten Stewart, Lars von Trier movie that I, uh, are you seeing this list? Oh, I did not go over to Discord. I, uh, um, uh, here, here, uh, p- pronounce that word. <laughs> Melancholia. Okay. Uh, that is one that I've seen come up on a couple different lists. Uh, Lars von, Lars von Trier is, a. Odd duck and make some wild things. Um, the day after, which is the, the Gutenberg, uh, nuclear movie last night, 1998, um, war for the planet of the apes. Okay. Take shelter, which is the Michael Shannon. I see tornadoes (laughs) movie. Uh, okay. The day after tomorrow, when the wind blows, uh, the animated old couple f- flick, Delicatessen, nineteen ninety one, on the beach, nineteen fifty nine, another. Uh, it says uh, waiting nuclear Armageddon kind of kind of flick. Wally, the the Disney Pixar Wally, Nausicaa. Maybe pronouncing that terribly wrong. Of the Valley of the Wind, nineteen eighty four, a animated, maybe an anime ish kind of thing. Twenty eight days later, okay. Planet of the Apes. Okay. I'm there for that. Sixty eight, and finally Mad Max Fury Road. You know, uh, uh, Planet of the Apes, especially not the the most recent Planet of the Apes trilogy, uh-huh. brings up a whole subgenre we didn't really get into, and that's the medical apocalypse and so we'll have to save that for another time i believe but um it is very much like the apes don't drive the the decimation of humanity in that um the this uh, virus does Mm -hmm. so that contagion um some of these other movies would fall under that umbrella yeah we i mean contagion if you want to if you want to hear some of that uh we have a Whole episode, season one, uh, contagion and current events. Go, go check that out. Uh, uh, I mean, that was right at the beginning of the pandemic. We were still trying to understand the world. <laughs> uh, and we're still trying to understand yeah, the world. But go check that out. Go check out, uh, any of these movies, uh, and any of our past episodes. Um, and thank you, uh, men's health for your, for your assistance tonight and your, your list by somebody that I should have maybe took note of, <laughs> but I didn't. And if, if you were going to look at the subgenres we came up tonight, Chris, um, in lieu of a rating, what, which of the subgenres would you be your favorite? The nuclear, like, oh. It's. I mean, I feel like the, that's kind of got its own subgenres, but like certainly the uh-huh. like the the nuclear and building towards a nuclear side to the stuff, to yeah. the monster dropping yeah. like the fallout kind of things is not. I mean, those are those are okay, but I prefer like the waiting for it to happen and the stuff like that. To I, be, I think when I was younger, I've been there, especially like you were so bombarded with that stuff in the eighties. Mm-hmm. I I think the zombie is my favorite just because there are so many good ones. There's so much lore. Yeah. Uh, 
there's so many different tones you can take. You're probably, um, I probably so. should pick zombie probably would be my favorite. Um, but if I was to ignore this, the nuclear one would for, for sure be like, as far as no wrong answers, Chris, no wrong. Uh, like a reality kind of thing. Like that one for sure. Uh, close second. Um, okay. Right. But we would love to hear uh, any movies we forgot. Uh, we'd love to hear what what are your favorites, your favorite subgenres of this. Uh, Dave, where can they tell us these things? Uh, you can hit us up on Twitter at sweetness one with six e's, or at horrorhouse two because there are two of us. You can email us horrorhousepodcast at gmail dot com, or go to the horrorhouse page on Facebook. Um, if you're so inclined, you could leave us a voicemail on anchor.fm forward slash horrorhouse, and we will play your voicemail on the air. And finally, before we sign off, rate us wherever you listen. If you've made it this far, come on, come on. We're almost an hour and a half. We're friends by now. Give us a rating. Just a little bit of a rating. You've come along for the ride. You come along for the ride. Just, yeah. Yeah, just click a star, or click a number, give us a number, or, you know, hit us up. Give us whatever you whatever you want to give us, and please share with your friends if you think that if you think that like two two crazy guys talking about horror movies and horror related things, send them our way, um, and maybe we'll uh, we'll we'll educate, we'll laugh, we'll cry, we'll have good times. Uh, probably hilarity will ensue. But uh, as far as new times. We're only going to have one more new times until the end of this season, which uh, is coming next week uh, with Dave. Tell them what we're doing next week. Tell them what we're doing. We are bringing back the lights, the pageantry, the showmanship. It is the second Chuddy Awards. You heard that right, the Chuddy Awards. So now is the time. Hit us up, send us those messages, vote for your favorite movies, um, make up your own wacky categories, and tell us who wins those categories, or just make up the category and let us decide who wins. Yeah, um, this where, is the award show. Where, in the last two seasons, would you like to see a Steve Buscemi appearance? <laughs> this is the award show where we make everything up and we decide, you know, it's whatever we want it to be. And so join us next week for that. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be, like I said, two wild and crazy guys doing, doing the things, you know. It's going to be good time. And if uh, you want to go back and listen to Chuddy's the First, it's there, man. It's there. And we had a good time doing it. Uh, so stick around. Stick around for that. And we will... Be back next week for the end of season four. Oh, it's it's whoever thought we'd be here, Chris. Is it the, we we started at the bottom. Now we're here. We are certainly uh, here. <laughs> and you know where we will be? Different house. There. Or, no. Oh, fuck. What is it? It's, uh, same cemetery. Different grave.
Oh, there you go. That, yeah, hey, that's a good one, yeah. Chris. Good so one. Good. Next week, come back here. Same cemetery, different grave. We're out. See ya. Bye.